1: After being defunded genius reed richards launched a spacecraft yesterday without clearance and against government orders he along with three companions have returned from their flight into space with extraordinary news the four of them seem to have gained special abilities after being exposed to cosmic rays
0: group known as the fantastic four saved new york city once again today thwarting what appeared to be an attack by creatures living in the ocean outside of new york Mayor Wagner is already talking about giving the fort some keys to this city. (laughs) I gotta say, I love those Fantastic Four. I saw the Human Torch the other day at a diner, and he lit a woman's cigarette with his
2: fingers. No doubt, he'll be just as sought after as his older sister was before Mr. Fantastic swept her off her feet.
0: Mr. Fantastic's experiments caused mass blackouts in Midtown. Newly-elected Senator Harrington Byrd has called for an investigation into the group's activities in the Baxter Building. I don't
1: know if I trust that Mr. Fantastic. You always have to be wary of men who think they're smarter
0: than everyone else. The
1: question is not if Reed Richards could pull off something like this. Of course he could. But the public deserves to know why. Why stage an attack of such magnitude? I can promise you that I'm going to get to the bottom of it. J. Jonah Jameson, always digs up the truth.
0: Mr. Fantastic has not given a public statement since the Daily Bugle's expose. Many supporters of the Fantastic Four are hoping for a denial of the Bugle's claims, while many others are urging for the newspaper to release the full transcript of their interview with the scientist in which they claimed he confessed. Marvel and Stitcher present Marvels, based on the graphic novel by Kurt Busiek and Alex Ross. Episode 8, Limits.
1: Please, gentlemen, sit. Thanks, Dr. Richards. Please, Phil. Call me Reed. Do you mind if we record this? That's fine. I hope you don't mind doing this in the living room. I would show you my lab, but, well... State secrets and all. You understand. Are you working on a government project at the moment? A figure of speech. No government contracts at the moment, but a lot of sensitive information and sensitive equipment. It's not a space any layperson should be allowed to roam around in. We understand. Would any of this sensitive equipment have to do with Galactus? Right to the point, then. You know why we're here. Yes. Sue did fill me in a bit. She is my wife, after all. (laughs) Of course. I'm surprised you're involved in all of this Phil you know us you trust us don't you oh yeah of course I do Uh, but that doesn't mean there aren't blanks that need to be filled in right sorry I should offer you tea or coffee or some sort of refreshment shouldn't I that's what Sue would do yeah it's all right Reed where's Sue right now and Mr. Grimm and Johnny well Johnny's at school of course our college man or one would hope so. Hard to see what that young man actually gets up to. And the others? Out. Ben is with Alicia, and Sue is having dinner with a friend. All by yourself, then? I like being left to my own devices. Helps me focus.
2: Yeah, Sue mentioned, genius is sometimes best left alone,
1: she said. I don't know what I did to deserve that woman. She's far more understanding than I could have ever hoped for. She seemed pretty understanding of you disappearing for a little while during the Galactus battle. Mm. We all needed a break. What happened that day, Reed? You mean, how did I do it? That's what you want to know, isn't it? How I built Galactus. Why I staged the whole thing, if my family knew. Right? Are you owning up to it? I'm curious. Why do you think I did it? Because J. Jonah Jameson has a bee in his bonnet and you're chasing it down before it stinks him? Jonah's a good reporter. He's not a supervillain with a grudge. I think our friend Spider-Man would beg to differ. Wait, you know Spider-Man? We've crossed paths with him from time to time. Johnny more than the rest of us. He tried to get a job with us if you can believe it. I guess everyone has bills to pay. How is that going for you these days? The bill paying, I mean. I can't imagine the rent on this place is cheap and with no government contracts. Ah. Is that the suspected motive? Galactus was, what, a calling card for the services of the Fantastic Four? Saving the world isn't exactly the path to riches. Can you tell us what happened that day, Reed, in your own words? (sighs) Yes. Fine. We were flying in from a trip. Where had you been? I'm afraid I can't tell you that. It involves an ongoing situation that is... uh, Fraught. I would prefer to keep all involved out of the papers. It isn't relevant to your story. You can trust me on that. So, you were flying in. That's when the air we were flying through was suddenly filled with fire. It was extraordinary. I've seen a lot in my time, but never a phenomenon like that. Do you know what caused it? Or the rocks? Johnny flew right out of the plane, of course. He always has to prove himself. Jumped right into the fight. Very impulsive, our Johnny. Hot-headed. You might even say. Betty never gets tired of hearing that one. I wonder, Mr. Urick, why bother to talk to me at all if you've already made up your mind? I'm sorry? You don't like me. That much is clear. You seem to have already determined my guilt. So, what are you doing here? I'm a journalist. I'm looking for facts. I haven't determined anything yet. So then openly hostile is simply your personality. All right, all right, gentlemen. Let's keep this civil. You know what I'm wondering, Dr. Richards? By all means. You call Johnny impulsive, always ready for a fight, and yet he didn't seem to be fighting Galactus very much. Well, he had his hands full with the Silver Surfer. Right, the robot-like figure that seemed to have vanished into thin air. But when he wasn't fighting the Silver Surfer, Johnny seems to have been unaccounted for for large parts of the uh, invasion. In his interview, he seemed disoriented, like maybe he'd been drugged. I may have my quibbles with Johnny's behavior from time to time, but he does not do drugs. He's a good, honest man.
2: No one's questioning that, but he didn't sound
1: like himself at all. Maybe when he got blasted by Galactus, his head went a little hazy. Maybe? You haven't bothered to check. Excuse me? Your entire family was in a fight with a giant alien, and you didn't check up on him? I'm not really that kind of doctor. Even so... I wouldn't think that maybe would be good enough for Mr. Fantastic. I mean, after all, you're one of the smartest men in the world. I am the smartest man in the world. So wouldn't you want to know what alien lasers did to your brother-in-law? I think you misunderstand my family's dynamic, Mr. Yurik. I care for them deeply. Will do whatever I need to protect them. But I'm not their keeper.
2: Uh, how's everyone been faring in the
1: week since the attack? Tense. Tired. Our trip before the attack wasn't a vacation, to put it mildly, and we're leaving on another trip soon, so we are all a little run down. Perfect time to stage something, I'd imagine. Surprise everyone before they've had a chance to settle in. Catch them when they're weary from traveling. Leave again, right as the truth starts to come out. What exactly is it you would like to accuse me of, Mr. York? specifically? Did I pull a prank on my family? Was it just an exercise for my ego? A way to give us all something to do? What do you think happened? I think there's an awful lot that doesn't fit together about this. Like what? Yesterday, we went to see Charlie Martinez. Yes, she called me. You had no right intruding in that girl's life. She's a brilliant young mind, and I won't have you casting aspersions.
2: Oh, we're not. We don't suspect Charlie of anything.
1: Except maybe trusting the wrong person.
2: She showed us how the Ignifier works.
1: A uh, brilliant invention, isn't it? She's so clever. Seems like the illusions in the sky, and even Galactus himself, could have been a product of her clever mind. If you talked to Charlie, then she would have explained that the Ignifier is to scale. It's a nifty gadget, but she couldn't pull off what you're talking about. She did explain that, yes. But if I remember correctly, there was a fairly large machine on top of this building when Galactus invaded. Yes. You think I built a massive Ignifier? I think we haven't gotten a clear answer on what that machine was. It appeared after Galactus invaded. He landed his ship on the roof and then began assembling that machine. If you think it was responsible for the fire and the rocks in the sky, well, I'm not sure your timeline lines up. If it was a machine capable of large-scale illusions, surely it would cloak itself and Galactus's ship. Of course. And if we're just bandying theories about it. I should point out that the top five floors of the Baxter building all belong to the Fantastic Four. This building is full of advanced technology. If I really wanted to do what you're suggesting, I wouldn't need to put anything on the roof. Reed, are you saying... I'm saying that the machine you saw was not my doing. Well, do you know what it was for? I imagine it was the device that Galactus was going to use to devour the world. All right, let's assume for a moment that that's true. That Galactus was real. If that's the case, then he would be the biggest threat to our existence that we've ever known. Yes, he would be. He would be one of the most, possibly the most, powerful being in the universe. Yes. And you took him down. We're not devoured, are we?
0: Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Walmart Plus members save on Meeting Up With Friends.
1: How did you do it, Reed? A drink. That's what we need. Of course, I wouldn't be inclined to offer you tea. That's my wife's expertise. Being a good host, making people feel comfortable at home. She's quite skilled at that. Yeah, she is. My skill with people is not nearly at her level. But I can offer you... (sighs) I'd forgotten about this. A soda pop of my own invention, meant to be more nutritious than a standard sugary affair. We don't typically drink during interviews, (laughs) on the clock and all. It's non-alcoholic. It is extra fizzy, though, which I didn't really intend. It's an experiment of yours. I think that's close enough. Fair enough. You don't mind if I risk it, do you? I'm done with my work for the day, and unlike you, I'm confident in my experiments. What are you working on at the moment, Reed? You mean other than godlike alien illusions? It's a joke. Yeah. You seem very confident making jokes about it. I'll admit it isn't my go-to, but I find this whole thing utterly ridiculous, so I thought I should treat it as such. A few things. Some improvements on the fantastic car, a high-powered dishwasher, a universal translator. I'm also tinkering with a hyper-intelligent android. An android? Like the Sentinels? Somewhat. More lifelike, more human. Like the Silver Surfer? Ideally. If an android is what he is. I never got a close enough look. And the Universal Translator? Yes, one of the gadgets I'm most proud of at the moment. You can speak into it and get your speech translated into any language. I'm hoping we'll help the government improve their international relations. They could certainly use the help. Not to mention the potential for language translation beyond our world. My goal is to have it work for alien communication as well. NASA reported that Galactus was speaking in several languages. Could your universal translator do that? I'd imagine that would be very difficult to understand, talking in all those languages, altogether. That doesn't answer my question. Well, let me answer the question you're really asking. Could I stage something like Galactus? Yes, I could. There are limits to what man is capable of. And even though I might be something more than a man, there are limits to me as well. I can't create a god any more than you could defeat one. But, could I make a facsimile of one? I'm sure I could. There's a reason it's important for my work to continue to be funded. I have limits, yes, but I haven't found all of them yet. Is that why you did it? I mean, to prove yourself worthy of more funding? Now we're getting to the crux of the issue. I could do it, but why? That's what you really want to know, isn't it? Mm. One of several
2: things, yes. Hold on, we haven't even answered the most important question yet. Reed, did you do it? Did you use the Ignifier and your translator and whatever silver android you have stored away in your lab to stage the whole thing?
1: It's not about the funding. I've been defunded before. That's what got me into this whole mess to begin with. My project got cancelled. And I thought I would prove everyone wrong. But I didn't have all the information. And now the people I love are permanently altered because of it. I'm permanently altered because of it. Well,
2: if this isn't about the funding,
1: then what is it about? Sue told me you talked to Ben. Yeah, we did. He defended you. As he always does. I told him what to say, you know. Ben doesn't like talking to the press. He doesn't like talking to anyone, really. So I gave him a script to follow. To make sure we were all on the same page. You fed him a story. You have to understand that what happened to us all those years ago was still hanging over each of us every single day. We were just a group of friends. The cosmic rays made us a family. I'll always be grateful for that. And I'm grateful for the abilities that have enabled us to save the world, to protect it. But it comes at a cost. You're talking about the thing. The thing. That name. It tells you everything you need to know about what Ben Grimm's life has been like since he piloted that spaceship for me. Mm. Someone spat on him in the street as we were interviewing him. I'm sure they did. They do it all the time. You know, he and Johnny have their issues. their childish squabbles. But they stand by each other. Anytime someone insults Ben, Johnny goes up in flames. He can't help it. They are fiercely protective of one another. We all are. Their childish squabbles, as you call them, they're not just squabbles. They've caused property damage, injuries. An unfortunate side effect of being something more than human. That doesn't mean normal humans should have to suffer as a result. I don't disagree. But no one. We'll ever be able to truly understand what we experience. And yes, we have our supporters, our fans. People appreciate us when we save the day. But no one is thinking of us when we're going about our daily lives. And not that we need constant gratitude, that's not what I'm suggesting. Common human decency is all I ask. But when we're not sacrificing our safety for everyone else, we're a nuisance to most. Monsters to some. I can understand wanting to protect your family, but surely there's a better way than scaring the entire city, the entire world. The entire world has to understand what we're up against. And I don't just mean what the Fantastic Four are up against, what we do to keep everyone safe. I mean what the human race is up against. I'm the smartest man on Earth, and I have several inventions in my lap that could bring a city to its knees. Imagine, the chaos someone with half my intelligence and less than honorable intentions could reap. And those are just the people here on our planet. There's a whole galaxy out there. A whole universe of dangers we have yet to face. My family can't be focused on fighting those dangers when we're fighting for our dignity and our own city. Just tell us the truth, Reed. Tell us if Galactus was real. There are real dangers out there. Some of them much closer to home than we realize. But I am not one of them. I never meant for anyone to get hurt. I just wanted to protect my family. To make them feel like they belonged. Like they had purpose. A place in this world. Reed. Surely there was a better way. You of all people could have found a better way. Like I said. Even I have my limits. Excuse me, gentlemen. I need to get back to work. Um, I, I thought you said you were done for the day. Uh, it never stops. I'll show you out. You know we have to publish. The public deserves to know. I understand. The public should know that they're not in danger. Thank you, Reed, for taking the time and for telling us the truth. Just don't... Please leave my family out of this? I can't claim to be blameless, but they are. We'll write the truth, truth, all of it. Thank you. Sounds like you all could use a vacation. Now might be a good time to take one. I'll take that under consideration. I have a feeling I'll have a lot of fires to put out with my loved ones. They'll stand by you, Reed. They always have. Yes, they have. I just have to hope they always will. Goodbye, Reed. Bye, Phil. It's Richards. Yes, I told them what they needed to hear. No, the Silver Surfer is none of your concern. He won't be a problem. I've held up my end of the bargain. Now you have to hold up yours.
0: Marvel and Stitcher present Marvels, written by Lauren Shippen. Starring Cliff Methodman smith as Ben Urich, Anna-Sophia Robb as Marsha Hardesty, Ethan Peck as Reed Richards, and Seth Barish as Phil Sheldon. Directed by Paul Bay. Produced by Jennifer Minnell, Harry Goh, and T-Square. Our recording engineer and sound designer is Misha Stanton. Our theme music is by Evan Cunningham, featuring Eric Franzen, Jonathan Wagner Linda Jones Michael Mulheron, and Rami Margrone For more information visit marvelspodcast.com